everybody and welcome to another episode of Magic with Zuby. My name is Zuby, and if you're brand new to this show, the show is all about a little well-known card game called Magic the Gathering. I'm trying to really enunciate here. Enunciate. Enunciate. Um, anyways, so like I said, if you're brand new to this show, I talk about a little well-known card game called Magic the Gathering. And yeah, this week... <laughs> You know, I, I asked you guys on Twitter what you want me to talk about, and of course, you know, I've, I've got a whole bunch of topics here that you guys want me to talk about, and I've also got some stuff on my own that I wish to talk about here. But before we get into that, let's get some announcements out of the way. Magic Wazubi can be found on the following on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. On YouTube, just search for Magic Wazubi. And you can reach me at Facebook.com slash Magic Wazubi, at Twitter at Magic Wazubi, on Instagram at Magic underscore with underscore Zuby. And you can email me with any questions you may have at mtgzuby at gmail.com. Don't forget to check for the show's Patreon if you wish to help us or help me. I'm doing this by myself. Ugh, I'm doing this by myself. There's no one else here doing it except me. It's it's like I did a whole podcast all about me. You know how tough it is sometimes to do this by yourself? You go a little crazy here. Why do you think I have shows where I interview people so I'm not feel like I'm going insane and all that stuff. You know what I mean? You did a, I'm going on three years of doing this show and I love it. I love it. I love it so much. No, I mean, I'm, I'm bullshitting here, but I am doing this all by myself. Everything that has been done is done by me, but I have had a lot of help on the way. And it's not to say that you know, a hundred percent me. It's probably ninety nine point nine percent me and point one percent some of you people out there who know what I'm talking about. Finger guns. Pew 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 pew. Um, but anyways, yeah. Check out the show's Patreon at patreon.com slash magicwithzuby. And be sure to check out my two sponsors, legitmtg.com and manatraders.com. Legitmtg.com if you want some sealed or singles for your magic the gathering needs go check them out because they give free shipping hold on looking at down there if you're looking at the video i'm trying to point at the logo they give free shipping to any order over two dollars or more and manatraders.com for your mana traders need on magic the gathering online if you're tired of buying singles on magic online and just want to rent some decks for that you know, maybe some commander decks because, hey, it's commander night for your buddies and that's the only way you guys can play is online. Um, or, you know, want to do some mocks or some leagues and, you know, some popper, vintage, legacy, you name it, they've got it, all right? Go check out manatraders.com. Oh, speaking of Patreon, I have to give a shout out to my one and only patron, Marcus, who has upped his pledge to $5 and thank you so much for that. He's been a loyal listener to the show since the early days and he's stuck around with it, which is pretty fucking amazing. I mean, to be honest, I mean, it is this show's gone through such an evolution in terms of looking at the earlier episodes to now and who knows what the hell it's going to be in a year from now. <laughs> oh man, it's kind of scary when you think about it. Oh man, yeah. But anyways, just have to thank him, give him a shout out, and thank you very much. It was, it's been awesome. It's been awesome. Um, anyways, 
what are we talking about this week? Uh, like I said, I've got some topics brought to you by the community here. We're going to talk about why there hasn't been a good magic-related cookbook, uh, the plague of slow play on Magic Arena, and also the difficulty of finding new and interesting topics for people interested in maybe doing video or podcast. So all three really good topics. Some when when I posted po posed this question online, a bunch of people were saying this weird tribal name in Magic. It was like Merfolk, Mir, Mir, Mirfol. I don't, I don't know. Mir, 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 Falke? Mir, I, I don't know. I don't know what that exactly is. Mir, Falke? Mir, Mir, Falke? Mir, Folk? Is that how you say it? Mir, Folk? Uh, Merfolk? Merfolk, I think? I don't know. Ne never heard of it. Um, anyways, so, uh, so what's been going on with me? I haven't actually recorded an episode in like two weeks because the past two episodes I recorded before Thanksgiving and then I've been out and about on the world, uh, traveling a little bit actually. And, um, yeah, so I recent, I had a really good Thanksgiving, by the way. Um, uh, my wife cooked all the Thanksgiving. I helped pretty much my job for when we're doing Thanksgiving here at the house is I'm cleaning up behind her, whatever she does. Like I'll help prep with whatever. Um, and the kids will help too, but I'm mainly the cleaner, right? It's as soon as she's done cooking a dish or prepping up something, I wash it all. All right. I, I made sure right before we even sat down to eat, there were no dishes to do at all, except for, you know, forks and knives and stuff like that. Utensils, because we forgot to get plastic utensils before everybody came over. So my family came over. Some of her family did, too. And we just had a great time. And um, yeah, we got done with Thanksgiving pretty early, like around two, three o'clock. And we didn't do any Black Friday. This has been the first year in like five or six years we haven't done Black Friday. So we sort of felt like we were really missing out on some great deals. But then, you know, I was really going through a lot of the stuff for Black Friday. And it's always been a sort of tradition for us to buy something, I don't know, really big, right? A new TV or a new computer or new something for, you know, for like all of us as a family for Christmas. And that didn't happen this year. It was weird because I'm going through all the Black Friday ads, all the Black Friday deals, and I didn't see anything that even looked remotely interesting at all. It's like, I've already got a nice TV. I've already got, you know, nice computers. i got nice, you know, material crap, right? But, I mean, just nothing. And even for the kids, our kids are getting older, 15 and 9. So it's not like just go out and buy, like, the latest toy and all that stuff because, I mean... My 15-year-old, she's past the toy phase. Uh, my 9-year-old, she still loves playing with her toys, but we don't want to just get toys, right? We want to get experiences and stuff like that. So it was really hard to not go out and go shopping, but it was, you know, it, it was what it was. So then, so then a few days later after Thanksgiving, I go and travel to one of my favorite cities that I've ever been to, Chicago. I went there for a work event. And pretty much I worked all the whole time uh, during the day and even a little bit at night. But it was a lot of fun because that was my second time ever seeing snow. And with the whole city decorated for Christmas, it really, really brought the whole city to life for me. Because seeing, you know, Christmas trees and Christmas lights and wreaths and all that everywhere, plus snow everywhere too. Um, it was cold, obviously, you know, me being a Florida boy. 
and getting used to this. Whenever it gets below 70 degrees here in Florida, that's when I start to freeze. But going up to Chicago and when we landed, it was like 20 degrees or something like that. And it, it was cold. It was cold, right? Um, so seeing all that, seeing all the snow and just I loved the city, right? I mean, when I talked about Las Vegas probably a couple episodes ago and how sleazy it was, Chicago to me was better because it felt like a much more professional city. I mean, we pretty much only stayed in downtown in the, you know, the commercial district. We didn't even get to go exploring at all or anything because we literally had no time to do any of that. Right. It was just pretty much go there, go to the convention we had to go to work, network, schmooze, and then at night have some dinners, schmooze some more, then go to sleep. Um, during one of the nights, actually, I think during both the nights, um, and you guys saw the drunk Zuby made an appearance again. And yeah, I actually had some people reaching out to me over, you know, via DMs on Twitter asking me if I'm okay. And all that stuff. I am fine. I'm okay. It's, um, this time, instead of fun drunk Zuby, it was insecure about himself and his content creation Zuby. Because, and I've discussed this before, right, in previous episodes, doing content creation can be a very lonely world, especially when you're doing it by yourself, right? I, you know, I, I don't have a team of people. I don't have another person I'm doing content creation with. It's just me, right? And I do have interviews that I do, and but I'm the one who handles all the scheduling and logistics of it. And when... You know, we live in this world of instant gratification and we're all kind of victims of it. When you're not getting the response you want or the response you need, it, it can be pretty damaging sometimes to your psyche a little bit, especially when it feels like, and I've talked about this before on my content creation episode, it feels like you're talking into the void a lot of times. And there's so many other people that feel exactly the same way too. And, you know, I think just me having a few drinks, it sort of brought that out of me. And it's it can be very hard, especially this time of year, you know, the seasonal depres depression. And another thing that social media is so good about is making you feel like less of a person because maybe you're not the happiest. You're not having the greatest of times. You know, you're seeing everybody else living this awesome life because especially when you follow so many other content creators on Twitter, it can really mess with your mind when they have some success, right? I mean, you're happy for them, right? It's like, oh shit, that's awesome that this person got XYZ thing, right? You know, that's freaking awesome, right? And, you know, I'm happy to see some of the people grow Right. But then you're just sort of like, well, shit, thinking to yourself, well, what can I do? What can I do that's better? Because and I've said this before many times is I'm not only looking to grow, but I'm looking to be successful. And it's and it's not as easy. I find it's OK. OK, let me, let me roll it back. I find this harder to be successful in than my career. Right. Because in my career. I know I know for the most part what I'm doing and how to succeed at it, right? I know a lot of the strategies that are needed to succeed and be successful. This, I feel like you can learn all the strategies you need to know in order to be successful and still fail, right? And I know that's part of life. Failing is a part of life. You can, pretty much what Captain Picard says in Star Trek Next Gen. I can already hear everybody, especially John Dunning, looking at his screen like Jay from... Um, Red Letter Media, 
when Captain Picard goes on and says something to the effect of, you can do everything right that you know what to do and still fail. That's not a weakness. That's life. And sometimes it's hard to accept that, especially here in content creation, because you feel like you follow these strategies and it's like, okay, this is going to help me get to where I need to be. And yet you see nothing out of it. Right. And I sometimes really have to look back. And even though my numbers for my podcast downloads have been down way down this year compared to the past two years, I have seen more success externally from other sources on this podcast than I ever have before. Like I've gotten, I've gotten noticed from wizards of the coast. Right. And I find that amazing, you know, and, um, I'm so excited. I've been able to get preview cards and actually been showing up on the main website as well too. And I've actually been able to talk to some of them as well. Um, and I've gotten a lot more praise and notice from other members of the community, but you know, it's easy to forget that, right? It's easy to forget the success you've seen because you just want to get up as fast as you can. So once again, I'm rambling here, but I want to apologize about that. And it's, um, you know, I just got to stay off Twitter when I have a few drinks at me because I'm going to Los Angeles in a couple months and, uh, let's hope drunk Zuby doesn't make an appearance. Okay. It doesn't matter if drunk Zuby makes an appearance. Just don't make an appearance on Twitter. Right now. One of these days I got to get a live stream of me just getting plastered. Um, but we'll just have to wait and see about that. Uh, anyway, so another thing that I've been, I've talked about this before, I think on last week's episode with Jake boss, how I'm just really getting out, getting rid of a lot of my paper magic cards. I, I was really thinking about it hard. I've been thinking about this hard the past few days. And I've even been talking to my buddy George and he is, excuse me. He's the one who has a huge collection as well. And here I am in the same boat. I'm like to the point to where I almost want to sell off my whole paper collection right now. And it's not because I hate magic or anything like that. It's just too much for me. It's taking up too much room and probably good 99% of these cards I'm never ever going to use or play right it's it's just too much and I'm almost considering selling out of paper magic altogether except keep my modern decks my popper decks my legacy decks and my EDH decks but get rid of everything else and maybe keep a few cards here and there for nostalgic purposes like my first foil that I ever got my first rare foil that I ever got, you know, stuff like that, you know, cards that have sentimental value, but for the most of it, majority of it has no value to me at all. And I'm really considering not even playing standard anymore as well, because what's the point, you know, it's, and it's not that I can't afford standard. It's just, it's getting harder and harder to keep up with. And I know I've discussed this before and then, you know, something happens and I just dive right into standard. But this time I feel like if I were to get rid of my collection, maybe I'll be less apt to want to play standard there. So I don't know. It's still something, I mean, I'm going to be reducing my collection anyway. So what I'm probably going to do first is I'm probably going to take a big chunk of it, reduce it down and then see how I feel about it after that. I mean, I may just wait until GP Tampa, take my entire collection and be like, here, take it. I uh, just sell it, get rid of it, get maybe get a couple grand out of it. And, 
you know, take that money, pay off some debt and go from there. Right. It, like I said, I'm not stopping playing magic at all. I still love this game. It's just, I can't, I can't keep, I can't, I can't keep a handle on all these cards. It's getting to be too much. And, um, so that really has made me start thinking about maybe I'll just stick with Magic Online and Magic Arena, right? Magic Online will mainly be for Popper and EDH, like it has been for me for a long time now. And Arena will just be standard and limited, right? And maybe whatever other possible format they decide to come out with as well after that, after rotation. So... It's. I mean, if I really need my standard fix, I'll go to Arena. And if I really, really need my limited fix, I can go to FNM and play some draft or sealed. Right. It's. It's. It's a decision I've been thinking about for a while now, and I think it's just time to get rid of it. I. It's too. It's too much to handle, and it's. It's too much. Too much shit, and I don't have time to sort it all or anything like that. You know what I mean? And. Yeah. Like I said, this podcast is still going to be around. Magic is still going to be around, but I don't think, I don't think I'm going to keep buying physical Magic cards anymore. It's just too much for me. And that, I mean, I say that, and then I have an Ultimate Masters box on the way. I'm thinking about just maybe opening up, selling it. You know, actually, wait, no. George and I are going to play some sealed, and then I'll just open up the rest and sell it off. Probably sell off the money cards and keep. I don't know. We'll, we'll decide. We'll decide what I keep or not. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much what's been happening with me on magic and life lately, right? So today's topics. The first one we are going to be discussing is why hasn't there been a good magic related cookbook? A very good question there. So I think what I'm seeing a lot of the trends are is going on are like video game cookbooks, right? Like I know there is a World of Warcraft cookbook for, oh, these because there's the cooking profession anyway in World of Warcraft and, you know, you're making all these different stews and pies and, you know, chicken and what have you. And so people are releasing cookbooks based on that. And I've also, I think I've seen one in Red Dead Redemption start popping up as well, too. Um, so now the question is, why hasn't there been a good magic related one? I think if I had to really guess, probably the first thing is because when you think of magic the gathering you don't really think of food per se you just think of magic spells and creatures and stuff like that um but if there was a sort of magic related cookbook you know what kind of recipes would you see there would you see like "Mm, this is how you make herborg stew right you take a bunch of black liquid from a swamp and pour it into a vatting vat of boiling water let it stir up there and then you have some herborg stew. I don't know, something like that. Or some Kaladesh curry or, oh my gosh, some Kamigawan sticky rice. Right? I don't know. Whatever it may be. Um, but, you know, I mean, it make a quick, easy buck, right? I mean, people snatch it up, you know, have Watsy, you know, hand it out to some third party, you know, cooking company right and just be like uh just make a bunch of normal recipes but flavor them a little bit with magic right some ravnican raviolis all right um i don't know just something dumb i thought there was a, i thought there was a youtuber that was doing the sort of magic cooking show right um i forget his name was it mr lubufu was it or was it someone else who was doing something like that but yeah there there should be a magic related cookbook because why not we're having everything 
cookbook related anyway, so why not? Um, the next topic is the plague of so slow play on Arena. Now, <clears throat> I will be honest, I haven't played Arena in probably about a week, week and a half or so. I mean, at least really sat down and played it. Um, the freaking cat in the background is being dumb and doesn't want to go away from the scene here. So you're probably going to see her for a little bit. Um, so the plague of so slow play on arena, apparently a lot of people are complaining about how people are timing out or using the rope, right? And this whole thing, I mean, it can be frustrating, right? Because arena sort of lends itself to faster play it's a definitely a good program to where you can just jam in a bunch of matches like in 10 15 minutes but then you have that one person who just has to think about everything every single turn it's turn one am i gonna play my land or not oh well i'm playing blue am i gonna play my opt or my counter spell or not mm, i don't know um that was always been one of my biggest complaints with magic online as well too how Things can just go so slowly, sometimes a little bit more, but I know Magic Online is sort of really trying to be more like Paper Magic than Magic Arena is. Magic Arena is more of a gamified version of Magic, and it's, you know, I mean, what can you really do? Especially with control being so prevalent right now in the standard meta, you're going to see more of it, and especially who knows what's going to come out in Ravnican Allegiances especially with Azorius being in that guild, is Teferi going to be even stronger now as well, too? So, I don't know. I mean, what do you do to really combat that? And there's really not much you can do. I mean, I feel like with the timeout and the rope-out system is good enough. I mean, you're just still going to come across people like that. And, I mean, same thing would happen in Hearthstone, right? I mean, I can remember that crap happening all the time in Hearthstone. I think it's just going to be... One of the things you do in the game. I mean, how do you report someone like that? How do you know if they're purposely playing slow? What if they just have a really crappy computer or a really crappy internet connection, right? So let me hear your thoughts on it. You know, tell me what you all think. Uh, and then last, the last topic we are going to discuss is the difficulty of finding new and interesting topics for people interested in maybe doing video or podcasts. So... This is something I have discussed at length in one of my previous episodes where you want to start a podcast or start content creation, right? And this, especially after a while, you start to run out of ideas on what you want to talk about. This is something that happens to everybody. It happens to me all the time. And even, even though I've mentioned before, you know, oh, write down notes, you know, have a sort of thing you can go back to and look at ideas and topics you wish to discuss. Sometimes that doesn't even help, right? I mean, I literally went on Twitter today and asked, hey, you know, first person reply will be something I talk about on the podcast because I had no idea what the heck I was going to talk about. And, you know, sometimes getting some outside perspective helps. Right. And then there are times where it's just like no matter what topic you want to discuss, it's just not interesting. Right. So, you know, what can you do to combat that? Um Obviously, ways to combat that are write down a bunch of notes on topics you wish to discuss and, you know, sort of put that in your vault for maybe an, a weekend or a week that you're just not sure what you're going to discuss. Um, and then actually taking time off of from what you're doing, the content creation as well, too, can do wonders 
right? And sometimes it's detrimental. Sometimes it'll really help to take a step away from whatever it is you're doing. And that way you can go back to it with fresh eyes and ears. And um, yeah, or sometimes just if if you have a video you got to release that week, sometimes not doing it at all will help too. It sort of relieves that pressure of, oh my gosh, I always got to be on, right? Because like I said, this is a weekly show and that's why sometimes I will record maybe a week or two ahead of time, especially with my interview episodes. I'll try to record a bunch at once so I don't have to, you know, it gives me some time away to be able to focus on other things. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I think that that's about it for that topic. Um, you know, content creation's a fickle game, everybody. It's not the easiest and it's not, it's a pretty hard one to really sink your teeth into. And I think that about does it for this week's episode. Rather short one. Um, the next few episodes might be rather short as well, too. I, my wife and I are working on the Christmas episode, just like the one we did last year and the year before. We want to do another one. And then I guessed what I will do on the last week of December, on December 28th, I will do my annual, um, end of the year episode where I discuss all the favorite, the best things about magic from this year and go from there and what my hopes are for next year as well so there you had it there you have it everybody another episode of magic Wazubi in of the can uh once again if you wish to find magic Wazubi, you can find me on itunes google play stitcher and TuneIn radio and on youtube just search for magic Wazubi on youtube you can also find Zuby on facebook.com slash magic on twitter at magic on instagram at magic underscore with underscore Zuby. you can email me with any questions or comments you may have at mtgzuby at gmail.com and if you wish to help support the show in any way possible but if especially if you want to help the show monetarily you can check out patreon.com slash magic and you can check out my two sponsors legit mtg and mana traders Thanks, everybody, and have a great night.